بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم We continue the explanation of Surah Yasin We have reached verse 52 قال الله تعالى قالوا يا ويلنا من بعثنا من مرقدنا هذا ما وعد الرحمن وصدق المرسلون They will say Woo to us Who has raised us up from our place of sleep? This is what the Most Beneficent had promised. And the messengers spoke the truth. Ya waylana. Al-wayl means destruction. Woe to us. Who has raised up who has raised up, raised us, us, or raised us up from our place of sleep? Marqadina. This is referring to their graves. Who raised us up from this place of dwelling we are in? Sleep. There is a difference of opinion amongst the scholars, rahimahumullah, concerning this. Are they in sleep then they are awakened by the second blow, by the second blowing? Or is it that their presence in their graves with respect to what they will see in the on the day of resurrection it is as if only asleep because when something is related to something far greater in magnitude it would look nothing or simple or easy depending this last opinion is the correct one and this was the opinion chosen by Ibn Kathir rahimahullah, in his tafsir as well because there is no evidence that they sleep between the blowings between the two blowings of the trumpets And a, an authentic evidence is required because this is a matter of the unseen. So for some to say that they were between the two blowings sleeping untortured, this requires an authentic evidence because it's a matter of the unseen and we know that Al-Marqad the place where a person may be he may be in a place and may go through certain sufferings in the same place don't you see the person when he is in sleep 
and he sees in his dreams terrifying dreams to the extent that he would awake up terrified nevertheless when he gets up it is said that he got up from his place or dwelling place so their torture in their graves with respect to the torture in the hereafter is like sleep imagine the saying of Allah or contemplate rather the saying of Allah in Surah Taha in this respect 127 and the torment of the hereafter is far more severe and more lasting So whatever they will suffer in the graves will be like sleep when compared to the torment awaiting them on the day of resurrection. We seek refuge in Allah from that. Then we continue the verse we are discussing. قَالُوا يَا وَيْلَنَا دِسَدْوُوتُ أَصْ مَنْ بَعَثَنَا مِنْ مَرْقَدِنَا one should stop in the recitation here. Ya waylana wu to us man ba'athana min marqadina who has raised us up from our place of sleep. So that the person continues the recitation afterwards. Hada ma wa'ad ar-Rahman this is what the most beneficent had promised. It is said that this statement, هذا ما وعد الرحمن, this is what the most beneficent had promised. It is said to them, when they asked, who has raised us up from our place of sleep? It will be said to them, this is what the most beneficent had promised. This is one saying. The other saying, that this is from them. They said it that they attest and admit when they see the day of resurrection so the verse covers both possibilities it is possible that they say they said this or they will say this and it's possible also that it will be said to them in response to their statement, Who to us who raised us from this place of sleep. However, in Surah As-Safat, in chapter 37, verses 20 to 21, we read the following. 
وقالوا يا ويلنا هذا يوم الدين هذا يوم الفصل الذي كنتم به تكذبون they will say woe to us this is the day of recompense this is the day of judgment which you used to deny so what's apparent from this verse of surah as-saffat 37:20 that it is they who say this who will say this to each other this is the day of recompense so this verses these verses from surah as-saffat are more apparent than this verse in surah yasin as to who is saying who to us who raised us from this place of sleep now if someone says هل يمكن ان يكون القول صادرا منهم واليهم would it be possible that the saying <coughs> would be said to them uh, and also said by them or rather Yes, yes, this is it. The answer is, this is not something remote, or it is possible. But one cannot really affirm it. One cannot say it with a firmness. We continue the explanation. قالوا هذا ما وعد الرحمن هذا ما وعد الرحمن This is what the most beneficent had promised Ar-Rahman is one of the names of Allah Azza wa Jal the most mighty the most magnificent particular to him mukhtassun bih particular to him man is called with this name Ar-Rahman except Allah as to Ar-Rahim this may be an attribute to creation as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in Surah At-Tawbah Ar-Rahman means the one possessing vast mercy so it relates to Allah's attribute while Ar-Rahim the most merciful is related to Allah's action Ar-Rahim may describe someone of the creation like in Surah At-Tawbah chapter 9 verse 128 لَقَدْ جَاءَكُمْ رَسُولٌ مِّنْ أَنفُسِكُمْ عزيز عليه ما عنتم حريص عليكم بالمؤمنين رؤوف رحيم رؤوف رحيم 
there has come unto you a messenger from amongst yourselves, whom you know well. It grieves him that you should receive any injury or difficulty. He, Muhammad Wasallam, is anxious over you to rightly guide you to repent, etc. For the believers, he, Muhammad Wasallam, is full of pity, kind and merciful. So, there is a description of merciful applied upon a created being, in this case, the Prophet ﷺ. So, Ar-Rahman, it means the one possessing vast mercy. And Ar-Rahim, most merciful, is the one whose mercy reaches whomever he wishes from his creation. In this verse, Allah mentioned Ar-Rahman, his name. هَذَا مَا وَعَدَ الرَّحْمَانِ This is what Ar-Rahman, the most beneficent, had promised. He didn't say, هَذَا مَا وَعَدَ اللَّهِ He did not say, this is what Allah had promised. Because the mercy of Allah on the day of resurrection will be much more manifested than in this life. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has hundred mercies. He put one of them on earth. And when the day of resurrection occurs, he will have the hundred. The one plus the ninety-nine. And this tells of the great manifestation of his mercy on that day. And that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala here mentioned هَذَا مَا وَعَدَ الرَّحْمَانِ This is what the most beneficent had promised. And regarding the names of Allah, we must believe in the name, number one. The position of the believer must be, first, believe in the name. نُؤْمِنُ بِالْإِسْمِ وَمَا دَلَّ عَلَيْهِ مِنَ الصِّفَةِ And secondly, what it denotes from the attribute. Third, believing in its influence and its impact. So here, Ar-Rahman is his name. And Ar-Rahma is his attribute. And he bestows mercy upon whom he wishes from his creation. Then at the end of this verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَصَدَقَ الْمُرْسَلُونَ Meaning, the messengers spoke the truth. The benefits of this verse, number one, 
this verse clearly shows the intense grief and suffering of those who belie the day of resurrection once they are resurrected because they will say woe to us who brought us from this place of sleep and this Yawailana this woe to us is an invocation for destruction and grief upon the one who utters it <coughs> second benefit the punishment in the Barzakh life the Barzakh life meaning the barrier life which begins after the person dies and continues until the day of resurrection people are either in torture or in bliss in this period which is called Barzakh, the barrier life the punishment in the Barzakh life with respect to the hereafter's punishment is easy it is like someone taking a sleep or in sleep <coughs> this is in comparison third benefit we learn from this verse that the staying in the graves is like sleep someone sleeping then awakes and leaves the place fourth benefit in this verse there is a scolding of the of those who belie the messengers because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says this is what the most beneficent had promised so now you see you challenged now this is the just punishment befalling you fifth benefit Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala promises are true and are fulfilled and the, and the next six benefit is the truthfulness of the messengers in that which they relate from Allah because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ended this verse وَصَدَقَ الْمُرْسَلُونَ and the messengers spoke the truth the seventh verse the seventh benefit rather that the mushriks, the disbelievers attest when they see the truth that what Allah promised shall take place this is if we direct the saying this is what the most beneficent had promised if we directed to them saying this 
However, attesting the truth after examining it is of no benefit. Attesting to the truth after examining it is of no benefit. Because if one attests to the truth in the if if one attests to the truth in the unseen, then he is a believer in the unseen. But if he doesn't and then he attests to it when it is witnessed, then he is a believer in what is witnessed. Case. If someone says that Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-An'am in chapter 6 verse 23 There will then be left no fitna for them but to say by Allah our Lord Wallahi Rabbina ma kunna mushrikeen we were not those who joined others in worship with you so here they deny committing shirk yet they were mushriks rather in another verse we read that they attest to their shirk as in Surah An-Nisa 4:42 يوم إذ يود الذين كفروا وعصوا الرسول لو تسوى بهم الأرض ولا يكتمون الله حديثا So how can we reconcile these verses On that day those who disbelieved and disobeyed the messenger will wish that they were buried in the earth but they will never be able to hide a single fact from Allah so they will attest to their shirk and in the previous verse they make an oath by Allah we were not those who committed shirk and here they admit how can we reconcile these two verses the reconciliation is the day of resurrection is not one moment or a short time rather it is 50,000 years 50,000 years 50,000 so they turn sometimes they admit all that they have done and sometimes they deny when they see the salvation for the believers they will say Wallahi Rabbina ma kunna mushrikeen our Lord we were not by Allah our Lord we were not those who joined others in worship in Allah the verse above why? hoping that they will be saved as others were saved but their mouths will be sealed and their 
hands and feet and legs will speak and thereupon they will admit and they as Allah said they will never be able to hide a single fact from Allah and Allah the most high knows best is this reconciliation clear to you of these two verses And this brings the end of the discussion on this verse. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam.